In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three, and one who comes to give us a name that is above all names. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have you ever forgotten your name? It does happen to some people every now and again, especially if you've changed your name in some way, shape, or form. Somebody might call out to you and use your new name, and you might kind of wonder, well, who are they talking to? Or maybe they called out a nickname that you had a, as a kid, but you haven't been called that in about 15 years, and you don't know who they're talking to. My nickname when I was a little kid was JJ. And my dad always laughed about that because he purposely named me Jay so that people could not nickname me. And so what they had to do in order to nickname me was to actually extend my name out longer. Well, if you've ever forgotten your name or if anybody has ever called you a name that you haven't responded to, you have that sort of sense of wondering what they see as your identity. If they're calling you something and you haven't been able to take that as yourself, you probably kind of wonder what they're thinking. That happened when I became ordained, when I started wearing one of these weird collar things. One day I was in Gainesville and I was walking to Shan's Hospital in order to make a hospital call. And as I was walking there, there was somebody who kept running up behind me saying, Father, Father, Father. And I thought to myself, who is this guy looking for? And he comes up to me and he looks me straight in the eyes and says, Father, and all of a sudden I get it. And I go, uh, yes? Trying not to smile too much because I always kind of giggle when somebody older than me calls me Father. But that was my identity to that person because I was wearing something like this shirt that has this little plastic tab in it. They didn't know my identity as Jay Winters. But they did know my identity as that father. That person who I can go to to hear the word of God, to ask questions about God. That identity was the only identity that they really cared about with me. But sometimes we end up forgetting our identities in this world. If you haven't forgotten your name, you've probably had the experience in this technological world that we have of forgetting something that's much like a name, a password. I have at least three email accounts out there that are locked up that every occasional now and again, about every six months or so, I'll try a new bevy, bevy of passwords to see if I can maybe remember what password it was. You can tell how important they are. And I can never remember. They're usually those really frustrating passwords that every week or so they send you an email saying, you have to change your password now. And I just couldn't remember what the last one was that I put in. Well, not remembering your password is a lot like not remembering your 
identity. And that's what Jesus came to restore in us. That's what we celebrate today as we celebrate this Sunday, the Sunday that we celebrate the naming of Jesus. We celebrate remembering our identity. You see, in that numbers reading, where you hear that benediction that you hear this in this place every Sunday, if you're here, you hear that naming of who you are. That's what God is saying is happening when you receive that benediction. Right after that benediction happens, he says, Thus you shall put my name on them. Now why did he have to do that? Of course, they should already have his name on them. He created them. He made them. Why would he have to put his name on them once again? It's because they lost that name. They forgot who they were. You see, this happens at a time right after they come out of the Exodus. They've traveled over the Red Sea. They've been in Egypt for a long time. They've traveled over the Red Sea and they gain a new name. A name that is the name Hebrew, which means to cross over. They are the crossed over people. And that has become their identity. That has become who they are. The people that well, they believe, are so great that God saved them. But then they begin to lose their identity. And they begin to chase after false gods. And they begin to make sacrifices to a golden calf that they make. They begin to grumble in the wilderness. And God has to remind them, this is who you are. You are the people upon whom the face of God looks. Of course, we go a little bit further into human history and we find out that once again, God's people have forgotten who they were. And they need a reminder. They need a reminder of who they are. But this time God doesn't just give a blessing. This time, God gives a baby. A little baby whose name has been prophesied. A little baby who, whose name has been given to his mother before he was even conceived. A little baby named Yeshua in Aramaic. That name, Yeshua, is actually the name of God combined with a word that means cry of salvation. That name of God. God's personal name. The name that was so revered among Jews at the time that they wouldn't even speak it. That name Yahweh. Combined with this other word, for a cry of salvation, 
makes a name that literally means Yahweh is my help. That is the name of Jesus. A name that we can cry out to for help. A name that has been given to Him that we can cry out to every time that we sin. That we can cry out to every time that we forget who we are and do something that we're not supposed to do. Every time that we forget who our God is and try to put something else in His place. We can cry out to that name. God, save me. And He has. As He died on that cross, He forgave your sins. As He rose from that tomb, He promised you a resurrection. And in doing that, He proved His name and gave His name to you to use. God, Save me. And he has. Amen.